Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, where we are rescuing the art of the daily grind in our red lipstick. I am your host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, joined by my beautiful friend, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. How are you today, my friend? Not wearing a jumper. No jumper. No jumper. Um, I'm good. I'm aching. Are you? Like... (laughs) Yeah. I could kind I of just, tell by your face something. Something's in face is Yeah. I'm just at that point in the game where this morning I opened my eyes and I just like, uh, I can't move. <laughs> Everything Body hurts. Sore. It happens every year. It's just like this six week spring push. And I've been going at it really hard for about, I don't know, two weeks now. And I just, I've hit a wall. So there's hey. no like, re, there's no rebounding at this point. I'm just going to be constantly tired until June 1st. <laughs> You're 33% of the way there. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> we kind of have this joke in our house. There was a stand-up comedian named Ryan Hamilton. And he talks about moving to New York and, you know, being lost and kind of disoriented. But he gets off the subway and he's like, there's a deli over here, you know. There's a store over here. So I come out and I'm like, I think I'm going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) We're constantly saying that. (laughs) We say it all the time. We say stepping out into the new normal. That's right. (laughs) And I think I'm going to make it. it. I know you're going to make it. I know you're going to make it. Well, today's episode of Homemaker Chic Podcast is brought to you by our friends at American Blossom Linens. American Blossom Linens is an all-American company that turns organic, Texas-grown cotton into these beautiful, old-fashioned, dye-free, chemical-free sheets and linens. These sheets feel so fabulous on your skin. They keep you cool in the heat of the spring and the summer. They are craftsman-sewn right in the heart of Georgia, by the way, which I just Mm -hmm. learned. I love that. We have some Georgia natives in our house. And they are sustainably grown and dyed and manufactured. So these are the sheets, old fashioned sheets of the highest quality, and they do get better with age. In fact, mine are in my dryer right now, tossing and turning, getting softer and softer and softer. And I want you to head on over to American Blossom Linens. I want you to check them out. I want you to choose out your favorite pair of sheets. And then I want you to make sure that you use the code Homemaker Chic. 20 homemaker chic 20 so that you can get a 20% discount. I just cleared through all of our Instagram messages last night and made sure I responded to every single one. And I had a ton of messages in there that are like, what's the name of that company? What's the sheet? I need some new sheets. What's the name? What's the code? American blossom linens coupon code homemaker chic 20. We are so thankful to have them sponsoring today's episode. Yes, we are. I just heard from a listener who got hers and she's ecstatic. And I'm very pleased to announce that I got some for Ami Lee. So she doesn't have to be jelly of my mm, sheets anymore. So lucky girl. Mm, lucky girl. Well, speaking of Instagram comments, we have our favorite comment of the week, which we have been remiss and not sharing with you the last few episodes. This is from the Vicar's wife, Frugal Life. I love that I love, Instagram handle. I love Instagram <laughs> handles. They're so fun. They're like OPI nail polish names. Yeah, they are. <laughs> love them. And she says, I just discovered your podcast and binged 
three episodes. I love it. I work full-time outside the home, but have a passion for homemaking, and it's so refreshing to hear people talk about it in a fun, non-saccharine way. We live in London, but have recently turned our back garden into a potager of paradise. I hope you and your families are safe and well. XX. Don't forget the little kisses at the end there. Bizu, bizu. Yep. That's right. <laughs> That's bizu, right. Bizu. I love that. Once she said potager of paradise, I was like, all right. All right. Yes. You got me. We're going to put you on. Um, That was a fun one. And I have to apologize, my friends, because <laughs> I have been so busy out in the garden that I have been breaking up with all of my screens. And I sat down last night to find over 99 Instagram messages that had gone unanswered, unrequited love. And I took the time to make sure I do love it when you mention us and I do love it when you um, message us on Instagram. So I'm going to I'm going to do my very, very, very best to make sure that when you share your stories, I share them on our Instagram page. So forgive me, but please keep please keep contacting us and reaching us on there because we love hearing from you. We love it. We do. And you're forgiven, Shay. Thank and you. And to our listeners, be sure from now on to check out the show notes because if you have questions, we just might be on top of our game and answer them for you there. So check your show notes <laughs> because we've got the links and all the dates of anything that we're talking about. And I'm slowly going backwards and updating the show notes from when yes. we started yes. the program on day one. See, listeners, if you guys are listening now, you really kind of are our first generation of listeners. And so it's like a first child. You're kind of just trying to figure out what is happening, what is even happening right now. And when we decided to go to two episodes a week, all of a sudden, these little segments that we had built in intentionally, like sharing our love comment, our uh, you know, that we get on social media. We loved that part. We put it in for a reason. And then we were just like, ah, oh, what's happening? And, and forgot to do that. Same went for show notes, same went for Instagram. So thank you for being here with us. We value you. Okay. The what we're sipping segment of today's episode is brought to you by Dry Farm Wines. And I want you to remember that because I got a bunch of messages about that too on Instagram. What was the name? What was the name of that wine company? Dry Farms Wine. So Dry Farms is a wine supplier that pairs organic, biodynamic, low sugar, low alcohol wines from all over the world with customers that share their love for organic, naturally and traditionally made wines. We love them because their wine is delicious. It's not fussy. So, so good. And it makes you feel good when you drink it. So make sure to check them out in the show notes below this episode because we have a special link for our homemaker chic listeners. Okay. So Angela, what are you sipping? Yes, ma'am. My dear. Well, I have no idea how to say this because Spanish <laughs> is not my forte. And I <laughs> Welcome. Would roll my R for you there, but I would probably make an idiot out of mm. myself. But I'm sipping a little bubbly and it is a Kibia. I think that's how you say this. Kibia Falene 2018. And so it's a Spanish sparkling white. It's not officially champagne, but it's delicious. Estate bottled mm. like the dry farm wines. And I am loving it. Mm. I'm loving it. Loving it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you? One of our Instagram messages was from a listener who was French, lived in France. And she said, I love listening to the podcast. And I said, how's our French? And she said, it's really good. 
So I'm just waiting Merci. for. <laughs> I'm just waiting for one of our Spanish native speakers to give us the same compliment about our pronunciation of these wines. <laughs> no right? Germans have emailed me so far no saying Germans. that. Hey, great we pronunciation. We have no compliments <laughs> so far on our pseudo British accents. Oh, that's true. But Shay, speaking of champagne, this kind of ties in with what we're going to talk about today. I got a little fan love the other day from someone in the mail. She sent me these beautiful pressed linens, which you know how happy that makes me, especially in the spring when I'm trying to fluff the house. And she sent me this sweet little book called Champagne Baby, and it's by Laura Duga. And it's how one Parisian learned to love wine and life the American way. So it's really cute. I'm just a few pages into it. I just got it. A lot of these kind of books or, you know, when you go to the store, you buy like a book on joie de vivre or book on this. It's from a French perspective, encouraging us to be like them, like Mm -hmm. um, entre nous, you know, just those fun Fun speech books, I call them. Well, this one's a little bit different. This gal was raised in a champagne making family, and it was just a it was just a rigor. It was just her. She was just raised with it, like she didn't mm-hmm. care. It wasn't special to her, and subsequently moved to the states. Mm-hmm. And then it appears as now she's going to develop this knowledge and this appreciation for where she comes from. So. Oh. That so sounds thank you. like something I would love to read. Yeah. So I'll put the the notes. I'll put this in the show notes. But Champagne Baby mm. by Laura Duga. Can we so. like create a book club with our patrons? How fun yes. would that be if we all kind of read the books together? That would be so fun. I can think of a dozen I would love to share with our patrons. That would be fun. That would and be then fun. we could do a little maybe like. 15 minutes of it or something when we do our our live stream with our patrons or something once a month. Exactly. We'll chicify ourselves together. That's a a new term I just created, by the way. Chicify. I am sipping coffee. It is still coffee time (laughs) in these old parts and these old bones are creaking and rusty and they need some caffeine lubricant if anything productive is going to happen for the rest of the day. In fact, yesterday I got so busy that I didn't even have my latte, you know, my 10 a.m. latte until 2 p.m. Oh, my gosh. Horror of horrors. An amazing thing happened. I had my latte at two and all of a sudden I was like, I can get the world. Like, I got this dinner. Got it. Clean up. Got it. Oh my gosh. I got this. I got this. I'm like 9 p.m. I'm just like, what else can I do? Is there anything else I can do today? (laughs) It was great. And I thought, maybe this should be a thing. (laughs) There's a reason people hit the cafes for an espresso in the afternoon. Yep. Turns out. That happened to me a few weeks ago. Joel and I did go out for a curbside latte. And it was in the afternoon. And by four, I was just like, Like just like robotic women, yeah. like just flying through my day. I'm yeah. like, I am so effective yeah. this afternoon. And then I realized, oh, isn't that a crackhead? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because you're the best you part had an was espresso. I was happy. I was like smiling the whole time. Well, then like, maybe you've stumbled upon something, Shay. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe that might need to be a a new thing. Well, I frankly, 
I needed the energy yesterday. And that's what we're going to kind of hash out a bit in today's episode, because it's all about practical ideas for a fresh and springy house. Is that the correct term for that? Springy? Springified? Springy. Yeah. I want to say springified. I put the Y on there on purpose. Okay. Springy. Practical ideas for a fresh and springy house. Brought to you by Shay and Angela. (laughs) Um, Where we make up words. That's right. Well, I came in from outside and came inside and it was no bueno, Angela. Things were no bueno in my house. So I had a coffee. pretty good Spanish you got there, Shay. Thank you. Thank you. I had a coffee and I got to it. But I know you know the state of house that I'm talking about, and I'm sure we're not alone in the horrors of what we call garden house. Garden house. Would you like to expand on garden house for our dear listeners? Yes. I realized this years ago that when spring would start and I would shift my focus to outside, that the beautiful home that I had walked out the front door of (laughs) that morning upon walking in to make lunch or dinner was no more. And typically in some way, shape or form, actually, usually it's about three way, shapes or form, all hell has broken loose. (laughs) Whether it's like exploded breakfast all over the kitchen counter or toilet paper strewn from one room to another or a Lego trail. I'll never lose my children because I can just follow the Lego trail. (laughs) It's just... It's insane. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it makes me a little crazy. Some days I handle it with grace. A little. Some days not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Some days not so much. And I tell my family, I'm like, you know what? This is what happens to you people when I stop telling you what to do for Mm -hmm. four hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is how fast the train can go off the rails. And I'm not trying to throw my family under the rails, under the train, under said train, but seriously. Yes. It, what the heck? Right. When when mom diverts her energy somewhere else, she's not diverting her energy to the house, to keeping it nice. Nice. <laughs> like that's just yeah. that is just inevitable. I mean, you can't you can't be all places at once. You can't give all your energy to things all at once. So yeah, <laughs> you walk into garden house, demons start shooting out of your eyeballs and your face gets all red and you're like, everybody, we are cleaning this house. <laughs> like, you know that, you know, the mom oh, voice I'm oh, talking yeah. about. Okay. So this is what we're battling right now. This is probably what most people are battling right now. Even if you don't have a garden. You go outside, you go to the park for the day, you go on a picnic. I guess if you can go to the park. I don't know. Can are we allowed to have Whatever else anymore? people do, dear. I don't know. What do what people do besides garden? I don't know. <laughs> do what you do. And then you come back. There is inevitably going to be a mess. Unless maybe you live by yourself. I don't know. So this is what we're battling. Because we will not go down to garden house. No, we're going to have an espresso. That's right. We're going to fix it. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) where does one begin? Where does one begin in, you know, here's the Hmm. thing. (laughs) I love, I'm so thankful for every inch of my house. 
I truly am. I am so thankful for all of my children, for my fabulous husband, all of it. I feel gratitude deeply to my bones. That doesn't um, negate the challenges of doing that well, of keeping a home for them well, of keeping them clothed and fed and clean. And not only that, but you know, I've shared that you this with you before. We open our home for fellowship a lot. We have people over a lot. And we have people stop by, even though we kind of live off the beaten track. Mm-hmm. And when they come into our home, I don't want them to come into Garden House. And that might sound prideful, like I can't show my real colors. I don't want to show my real colors. <laughs> I don't show people my dirty underwear. Oh my Or my unbrushed teeth. Like there are pieces that are best polished before they are presented to the world. Okay. Seriously. And there might be a stage of being an adult where you don't have children, where maybe the mess isn't so offensive. But a lot of times when you have kids, like my brother-in-law walked through my dining room the other day and picked up a pair of underwear and flung it at me. (laughs) He was just like, what is this doing here? (laughs) Like there is a level of mess and and a certain type of mess that really is not good to walk into. When we are doing a project is when things seem to go really, really bad. So we have, I, you know, my, I have a boot room and then you walk into my kitchen and I really do love to have a tidy kitchen, but when I'm doing, when there's the garden house situation and I'm outside, that tidiness is only usually for a little bit at the end of the day. And then the next day it just starts right up again. Yes. And we're redoing our boot room. And by redoing our boot room, I mean, we're not redoing our boot room. We like tore some drywall off and now there's pink (laughs) insulation showing. And it's been like that for six months. And Oh, I love projects like that. (laughs) Six children. And how many boots is that? Mm-hmm. That's 12 boots mm-hmm. plus Joel's plus mine plus gloves mm-hmm. plus the washer and dryer in there. And nobody apparently knows how to close the dryer drawer. So they like pull out laundry yeah. and then that's right where the cat litter box is. So <laughs> the clean laundry falls down onto the sprinkled cat litter that the cat has like scraped out of the litter box. It's just all sorts of horrible <laughs> until we get this room under control. And I just do not have the energy to spend because I can't make it pretty. Right. There's insulation coming out of the walls. Joel wants to tear the walls down because there's mouse turds in there and he wants to re-drywall it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just (laughs) patch it back up. No one will be any the wiser. (laughs) Out of sight, out of mind, Joel. Out of sight, out of mind. So we had a neighbor and his wife stop by the other day. Uh, parents of the children's friends, our friends. And we stood, you know, six feet apart with the back door open and talked for a few minutes. And it was just like they had to see our ugly. It was all there. There was Mm -hmm. no hiding it. Mm -hmm. We did not know they were coming over. I was so embarrassed. But I know that's how it goes with big families. I've seen big family boot rooms, Mm -hmm. especially when they're mixed with a laundry room. They're bad. Mm -hmm. I prefer it to be tidy. It's just not right right now. So a couple days after that, Aiden had friends over outside. He sets up his Xbox. He puts a projector on the garage. He's getting really creative about how to survive this quarantine because he's so extroverted and social. So the parents drop the friends off. Joel and I are upstairs with a three-year-old that is having 
a tantrum from the pits of hell. <laughs> We're just trying to like manage it. It's bedtime. This kid needs to go to bed. That dad walks in our house because you can hear everything through our house. And my kitchen is spotless. The boot room is tidy. And Joel goes down to greet him. And he says, wow, you guys really spruce things up around here. <laughs> I hear this from upstairs while I'm trying to like muffle a three-year-old having a tantrum. Did so, it make you smile it, or did it make you angry? Oh my gosh, I was mortified. <laughs> I, had the, it, I had the tantrum going on. I had now a neighbor who thinks my house apparently always looks like a pigsty and this lit candle and the tidy towels on yeah. the oven are like shocking the, not the norm right i'm i'm so proud it was pathetic i really had to check myself i'm like Ange, you're pitiful just get over yourself it was very embarrassing <sighs> i wanted to shout from the bathroom that's not fair <laughs> you should come over more often so yeah. you can get a real baseline average that, then you could run the numbers that's and judge me when accordingly. Come by. That's not when people come by. <laughs> no, no, they, no, they, no way. It's, it's, I used to kind of laugh and be like, oh, what are the chances? What are the chances that this is when my tidy aunt stops by to have a tour of the farm? You know, what are the chances? The chances are 100%. Mm-hmm. That's the chances. And maybe the Lord just does it to keep us humble. You know, like Stuart always says, hold on to everything with this open fist, Mm -hmm. you know, and I love that saying because here I am trying to hold on and to grapple with keeping a beautiful home so that people feel good here. It's not just for pride's sake, mind you. Yeah. But um, that's that is 100 percent when people will come by. So at least he got some view of your house. Nice. Even if he thinks it's a rarity, at least he got to see it like that. He knows it's possible. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make you feel better. <laughs> I'm being funny. I mean, I I care slash don't care. It it just the irony yeah. of of the tantrum and now the clean kitchen just when the, everything looked like a war zone two yeah. days previous. It oh. was just unbelievable. Yeah. So the so, chal- yeah. the challenge is real. <laughs> so let's talk it's, about when when you walk into that state of boot room. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about practical ways that we can instantly flip that around and create an atmosphere because it's not like all of a sudden you grow hours in the day and you're magically able to now just spend eight hours cleaning after you've come in from outside. That's not, Mm -hmm. we're talking about you have a couple hours, maybe at the end of the day to put things right, right? To make the house feel good. And fresh and beautiful and clean. So when you walk into that, where do you start? The first thing I do is give everyone an assignment. And when it's when it's really bad like that, it does make me want to feel like creative. And especially at this time of year, I, I do want to not only clean, but I want to fluff mm-hmm. and have some fun. Mm-hmm. So That's I another term, everybody- by the way, that we've we should copyright fluffing. Okay. Because somebody told me once that it actually means something nasty that you should never Google. I was just going to say that I unfortunately am aware of that that other meaning as well. I just thought it was a nice term for what I tried to do to the house. No, it's actually not. (laughs) Don't look. Don't look. I don't know what it means, but I don't trust it's good. (laughs) One of those things where you're like, why do I have to know that? (laughs) Why did I have to 
learn that. <laughs> now that is with me forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, you let us I down. usually give everyone an assignment because at some point then I'm going to release them to go watch Andy Griffith or something and let me do my thing. But right. I've got to have some help putting a dent in it. And right. I am not going to bend over and pick up the snow boots. I'm not going to bend over and pick up your underwear off the floor. <laughs> if you're the last person in the bathroom and you decided to TP the bathroom while you were sitting there, I have one child who just can't resist toilet paper creations. It's mm. just like, it's like craft time in the bathroom every time he's on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Like, I will, you know, scrub the cast iron with salt and olive oil, but I'm not doing that right. kind of a thing. So I give everybody their assignments and so they can put a big dent in it. And then I release them mm-hmm. and I turn on the music. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how I get started. So you get started. That's same. Mm-hmm. That is the same. I request help. I'm not picking up a thousand cups from around the house. <sighs> you know. Cups. Or I just. I'm going to get a drinking fountain, Shay. <laughs> you should. Cups. Darla, that was Darla's idea. She's like yeah. a drinking fountain. Seriously. That's what big families need. They're like $400. Worth it. Think Can about how much you spend on dishwasher detergent. Washing all Just put it, I'm going to do it and put you it in should. the boot room. You should. And they can just mm-hmm. drink their yeah. faces off. <laughs> My mom used to send us around the house when she needed us to make a dent in it. She would send us with a, a laundry basket. And she would say, you go through the room, the house you pick up all of your stuff or anything that you played with or anything that's not everyone like choose 10 things that maybe aren't yours, but that aren't in the right place. God forbid. Anybody God forbid you pick up something that didn't belong to you. Right. <laughs> Did you see my face when you Seriously. said that? And I love that because then they get done, they have a box, they put it away. And then, like you said, I usually will send them off either to go outside, go ride bikes or go watch Frozen, like go somewhere. <laughs> Because mama's got to like do her Let thing. Let it go. <laughs> and and frankly, it's a mental time for me. Putting the house back in order, I enjoy that time. I will, like you, I'll put on music or I'll put on an audiobook. But I'm doing something that helps me to be in the right frame to continue to serve them well. Because when yeah. you come in to a house like that, you are not in a place to serve your family well. <laughs> no. And when it gets that bad, I mean, you... I know there's moms that will resonate. You do feel a little like crapped on. Yeah, it, <laughs> you feel do. a little taken advantage of. So you need you know, to fall back in children. love with your children a little. Yeah, they do need to be trained. They have to be responsible mm-hmm. for their stuff. Mm-hmm. And okay, so they well, can help that. And then I love the cleaning part. Like cleaning, I love the yes. homemaking part. Yes. I just don't want to clean up other people's garbage. Right. Yes. So get that out of the way yeah. first. Right. Okay. The next place I go after that is to the kitchen. Because my pastor has always said, if you want to make progress, you need to do the thing you want to do least first. Like you, I enjoy the cleaning and the homemaking part, but I don't really enjoy doing dishes that much. Mm -hmm. Not for the 12th time that day, especially when it's like four meals worth because I've been outside all day. That's not super fun. So Mm -hmm. we still have chores. You know, they have to bring in all the dishes from around the house. Georgia loads the dishwasher, but I will sort of get the kitchen to a really good place. I usually will do the hand wash. I'll wipe off counters. I'll light a candle, um, wipe off the stove. And like, I totally took a page out of your book where after I wipe my stove off, I'll put on my marble slab onto my oven and put flowers on it 
or something, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. design of something, because even though I'm going to take it off in 20 minutes to cook supper, it still feels really nice to have a pocket of beauty where there was chaos. I don't know what it is about styling the stove. My mom did it and I love it. I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's cutting board. It's my favorite cookbook, mm-hmm. a little crock with fresh flowers from the garden, whatever. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. You got to slide it across to yeah. fry an egg. But still. Whatever. But still. It's pretty. It is pretty. <laughs> fresh towels. I mm-hmm. love going through the kitchen. I can use the same washer egg responsibly like an adult for a while. But my family would choose to get one out every time everything in the world happens. So when I get done at night and I'm cleaning through, it's like 12 wash rags, six hand towels, you know, just pile it all in. Just soggy, set on the back of the sink. So I, I gather all those up, put out fresh, clean, dry towels. Mm-hmm. And I love that. It is like the smallest little thing, but it's an instant pick me up. Instant. I buy a big stack of them on Amazon. Yeah. Like a tea towel. Just like if the French blue line down oh, okay. the side. Okay. Yeah. Like a big stack. Mm-hmm. And then I buy a big stack of bar mop mm-hmm. towels too that I really can do the nasty stuff mm-hmm. with if I need to. Mm-hmm. And I try to like um, ration them because my family will. You know, yes. take them in the bathroom. I mean, they just they just destroy things. You know what my family does? It burns me. I love them so much. <laughs> they use face cloths in the kitchen. Oh, yes. Yes. Unacceptable. <laughs> we only have so many. We are that family. We never have enough forks. If you love me, send me forks. <laughs> I think I'm down to about six right now. <laughs> it's so bad. We never have enough forks forks and i think we have about four wash rags right now washcloths <laughs> yes yeah. i was just thinking and as soon as you said the big stack i'm like i don't think anything would make me happier right now than having a big stack of fresh towels i know and then i yeah i'm yeah. just like I yeah. always, why are you using a face cloth like then tonight when you guys go to wash your face you'll say where are the washcloths right. i don't know mm-hmm. in a soggy mess at the back of the right. sink so get those out of there yeah clean and away the nasty the little white towels stack up mm. the clean ones Okay. Actually, what I'll you put d- a link for those in the show do. notes. They're just happiness. Do. It's like twelve bucks for the mother load. Yeah, yeah. Because you hear my They're stomach nice. growl just now. Um, I actually thought it was mine. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's something. It's eating like, oh, <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> all the stock of being in the kitchen. Um, right? It reminds me of that quote, though, that says, I have discovered the secret of a clean house and it's never to allow your husband or children to enter it. <laughs> Perfect. Spot on. We do not resent our families, lest we sound nope. like that. Not at all. It is it is a joy, but it is a challenge. Let's be real. It's it's an exercise. Um, OK, so we clean the kitchen. We style the stove. We put out fresh towels. We wipe off the counters. Now I put on mm-hmm. my mood music. My mood music. What do you put on? Um, it depends on how crabby I am. <laughs> so if usually like if I'm really like hormonal, okay. then I put on like some really like ornery <laughs> music. What percentage okay. of the time is that? <laughs> it's not often. It is right now though. <laughs> But like then if okay. I'm just really just need to plow through something, I don't usually play like happy feel good music if I'm 
if I just really need to just sink my teeth into something and okay. rip it to shreds. That's what I'm like, like just a little bit more angst, a little Coldplay. You think, I don't think, you think know. of Coldplay as angsty. I do, but it's like, it's not like peaceful. It's, hmm. they're not, I just play the, the okay. um. Okay. No, you're, yeah. you're allowed to choose whatever music you'd like. I'm trying to think of the album. I don't even play like, like a large variety of okay. Coldplay. I just play like the one album. What is it? Rush of Blood to the Head. I don't know. It's old. Okay. I love it. Okay. It helps me get stuff done. Okay. And then once I'm in my happy place, then I put on like all my feel good. I have to tell you my favorite, like, mm, like I'm feeling it, mm-hmm. right? Is I put on Nina Simone radio on Pandora. I don't know this. I'm writing this down. I love exploring I new music. Freaking love her. Okay. You know who she is. Nina Simone. You know who she is. You just don't realize you know who she okay, is. Okay. That's yeah. So she's an artist from the 60s. Okay. She was a like a virtuoso pianist. But because okay. she was African American, she couldn't break through in that world. Okay. So she went to she sings um Cinnamon, like Cinnamon, where you're going to run to. Okay. You know yeah. 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 You're right. That's I her voice. Very like, like masculine. Okay. Oh, I love oh, her. I love so that. my all time favorite song in the world, aside from Radiohead's Creep, mm-hmm. is Nina Simone's um, Feeling Good. Yes. It makes me actually, it actually makes me weep. That song makes me weep because it really gets right to my heart about Mm-hmm. Feeling so much gratitude mm-hmm. for the flowers mm-hmm. and my children and beautiful things mm-hmm. and health. Mm-hmm. It just gets me. It actually makes me cry. Mm-hmm. There's a version of it that will, that actually wrecks me. It's when Lauren Hill, oh, it's really Lauren hard Hill. to find online. But a long time ago, they were doing a tribute album to Nina Simone and Lauren Hill sang Feeling Good live on Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish you guys wish could see your face, face right now. I have no words. It's life changing. Isn't that amazing? But anyway, how music so can do that. So it is. So Nina Simone, Simone. Radio is like all okay. your like um, Al Green, Marvin yeah. Gaye. Oh, girl. Yes. Give me <laughs> yeah, some it's of that. Good. So um, I love that. What about you? My go-to for the about the last year has been Melody Garrett. So listeners, we'll make sure to write these down in the show notes beneath the episode so you can get the spelling. Melody Garrett, she's modern. She is from Philadelphia and she's got this just, she does all the types of music. She does jazz and funk and, you know, just groovy music. So her album that I'm listening to right now is called Currency of Man. So so good. And there is a song on there. You were talking about, you know, feeling good being kind of your get it song. Mm-hmm. Well, Melody Garrett has one on this album. And what is it called? I could sing it for you, but I'm definitely not going to do that. It's a uh, gosh, this is going to drive me crazy. Hold on. Everybody hold thinking, on. Oh, there goes my stomach again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find this and I'm going to tell you because I want. Oh, it's called morning sun it's track three on currency of man and it's basically just like this world was made for you everything's gonna be fine honey child like we got this and it don't we all need is to hear my, that song right now it's my anthem it really Serious. is when my when i turn it on i turn it up as loud as it will go on our big speaker and my kids just know like this is mama's jam 
This is that my is jam. so great. And this is the time where we can dance and mm-hmm. the house isn't done at this point, you guys. The house is no. never. No, you're just the feeling it. The house is no. never going to be done. Let's just start <laughs> with that. Our beautiful spring house full of practical ideas to feel fresh is never going to be done. But when this song comes on, it's it blankets our house in enjoy it really does it's just one of those songs to me and um and that's what i need too hormonal for this (laughs) you're making me cry i'm thinking about how i feel about my song and to know that you have a song Mm -hmm. you feel that Mm -hmm. way about i am i have tears in my eyes i am a mess but do you know you you can't make your song somebody else's song no like my song to you will probably never be to you what it is to me yeah yeah but i'm gonna listen to it do i do test the waters on instagram a lot of times I'll type one line of the song on my feed and I love it because oh. people will say the next line. Sure. So it started a couple years ago when I just wrote sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Mm-hmm. And then the comments came through mm-hmm. and they would do the next line because it's like bees flying high. Yeah, yeah. You know how I feel it goes back and I forth, you know. And I just know Michael Buble's version. I love I call him the boobs. Oh, he does a great job. He does a great Michael job. Michael Buble. I am well going played. to find Lauren Hill doing it. Do. Post it. It's so hard to find because those Jimmy Fallon clips are so hard to find. I'm going to put that on the Patreon page. Do, please. Oh, she kills it. Oh, I love she, There's a Lauren few versions Hill. of it, but the one she did on Jimmy Fallon, okay. she kills it. Okay. So you got the music. Music. I'm music. Cr- now music, I need all the, music. now I need the smells. Yes. I'm, you know, I, Can I, I love beeswax wait, candles. Sorry. I like my, dif- get my diffuser. What'd you say? Can I say, I need to say one more thing about the music real fast before please we move do. on. Yeah. Get us get a proper like speaker, like a Bose speaker or like go to Target, get one of the little home stereo things. I have one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if you try to play these songs that are going to blow your mind on your iPhone, you're going to be sad. And there's something really irritating about the frequency of a loud song on a phone. So Mm -hmm. to really change the atmosphere of your home, go invest in They're like one hundred dollars. Probably go get a good speaker that has really good quality and then you can really blare it. Okay. That's all I want. I to don't say. think I. Yeah. My mom has the bows. I think like I got mine for like 50 bucks. OK, there you go. I love it. Yeah. But this is the same thing where the kids are like, oh, boy, mom just turned her song on the yep. speaker. Speaker. Yep. Everybody get your earplugs. Exactly. When they hear that. <laughs> bop, 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 it's like, all right, here, here we go. Exactly. Here she goes. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys a crazy little um, quarantine clue, though. If you haven't gotten your stimulus check yet and there's no speaker in your future <laughs> right now, a little way to amplify your iPhone sound is to put it in a ball jar. Mm. You're welcome. Interesting. Yep. Just turn it up all the way and drop it down in a ball jar and you'll get a little bit more sound. Not a lot, but enough to make a difference. Hmm. Interesting. Did mm-hmm. not know this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. All the hacks. I interrupted you. Let's move on to the smell, the aroma of your home. Yeah. So like now we're putting a dent in it and yeah. I got to have my, I light my candles, my beeswax, beeswax candles. candles. Because they're so warm and I feel like I can run the diffuser with them mm-hmm. because they don't, one doesn't fight the other one. The beeswax has just this warmth mm-hmm. and in my diffuser, especially in the spring, I do like peppermint yeah. and rosemary. Mm-hmm. And, and lemon. I, I do go have to a lemon. blend called spring wow. rain that is just exquisite. What is it? I don't remember. It's like um, <laughs> bergamot, cypress. Lavender, yes, and clary, clary sage. Yes, I remember it this one. It's like a forest, like spring rain floor after yeah. the rain. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go put that in all of my diffusers today. Today. It's cloudy. I think I'm going to do that mm. today too. Mm-hmm. That sounds so lovely. Uh, smell is so Sun in the sky. powerful. There we go. <laughs> Let's do it. When I go to my oh. mom's house and she has coffee brewing, which she always has coffee brewing and she has for mm-hmm. my whole life. It's just that instant. Oh, I can relax here. I can. Mm-hmm. This is good. You know, I, I, I can be at peace even if things aren't at peace. <laughs> we are strongly impacted by scent. Just like mm-hmm. the way you feel or like my stomach is growling because I can smell food upstairs. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm responding just from smelling. So scent is so powerful. So do you, you keep a diffuser in every room, right? Is yes, that how you well, do it? You just mm-hmm. go to the rooms, put in a fresh I feel scent. like a ball jar in the morning. Okay. And then I just go around because I don't like to smell different things in different rooms. I yeah. like a universal. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And I, so I just go with the ball jar and fill it or give it to the kids and have them mm-hmm. go room to room and fill it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So s- things are smelling good. They're smelling things good. Things are sounding good. The kitchen is clean. But the floor is uh, I, that, I, that's exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> There's still grit under my feet. Yes. And I can't, I, you guys, I don't even wear socks. I wear shoes all the time. <laughs> I'm severely yeah. traumatized by anything touching my feet at the beach. That's fine. Sand, but I won't go barefoot outside in my grass. Like I can't stand grit under my toes. So I like broom or vacuum. And then I get out my all time favorite mop, which I'm obsessed with. It's the Mr. Clean magic eraser roller mop Mm. and go to town, go crazy Yeah, with some Murphy's oil soap and some more rosemary oil. Boom. Oh, yeah. There is nothing mm-hmm. that gets me as excited as a clean floor. There's not. Yeah. Because I, I tend to clean. Maybe you do this too. I sort of go top down. Oh, yeah. So like tabletop down to pushing chairs and down to vacuuming out the carpet that I stupidly keep underneath my dining room table because I'm obsessed with how it looks and it's the most <laughs> unpractical thing ever. I know. <laughs> People always come over. They're like, really? You have four kids and you have a carp like an antique rug under your dining room table yes i do but then do that and then the final layer is the sweeping and the mopping mm-hmm. and it's fabulous and that's like the quick version like the mop you know and then on days where i'm really cleaning mm-hmm. not just trying to feel better then i'm you know on my hands and knees getting in do the you get on your hands and like knees that. yeah because that's that's the way you clean a floor you have to become one with it <laughs> My old boss told me, I was about 16 at the time. I had no context of any of this. And she told me a few things that have come true over time. And she's one of the things she told me was your floor will never be properly cleaned unless you get on your hands and knees and scrub it. And at the time I was like, no, I can mop it. I'll just. No, I have like a Cinderella scrub brush, like a legit Mm -hmm. hairy bore, like crazy looking. Yeah. Yeah. People ask mm-hmm. me that all the time. How do you keep your kitchen floor cleaned? Um, because we put in these hexagon terracotta tiles. They're 200 years old. They're so porous. And there's fingerprints and divots. And I mean, it is the mm-hmm. most unlevel, unsmooth floor in the history of floors. But they don't like the answer. And I tell them I clean it by vacuuming it and then getting on my hands and knees with a bucket of hot soapy water and a scrub brush. That's how Mm -hmm. I clean it. And you know what? 
That might sound stupid to a lot of people. And to some, maybe it is. Maybe that's not where you are in your life. Maybe that has no context for your existence whatsoever. For me and in my home, that makes sense. The kids will help a lot of times, but sometimes not. Sometimes I'm like, get out of here. Let me just, let me just process thought, process emotions. I don't know about you, but when I'm doing tedious work like that, I tend to really fixate on an idea. I I get one idea in my mind and I just chew it and chew it and chew it and chew it. Mm -hmm. And I can look back to different projects or different things I've done years ago and been like, I remember what I was thinking about when I planted that. I remember what I was, you know, processing when I painted that. I can go back to that thought. And I love being able to have mental space like that. But you have Mm -hmm. to be willing to just submit to the work at hand. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I do it every day. Lord knows I don't do it every day. I think everybody kind of has their thing, whether it's um, being really fastidious, you know, like by getting their their nails done. Like everybody has their couple of things that they go the extra mile for. So sure. That's a good way to think about it. You know, mopping your floors or most people aren't just all neurotic. Yeah. No, that's a good (laughs) point. But most people have a few things they're pretty, pretty particular about, you know, and I got to say when you're down mopping your floors, that's when you get um, the oh so sad exposure to how bad you're kitchen cabinetry really looks. And I just go ahead and mop it while I'm down it's there. It's true. Yep. You see things you wouldn't normally see. You, you don't, you, can't you didn't want to see. <laughs> right. You can't unsee. Like there right? is an egg, a whole dried egg wedged between my little refrigerator and my stove. So that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. To explore things that's like great. that. So, um, once, once we've got it tidy and we can think yes. through the mental space, yes. because that's what the tidiness does for me. It, it opens the gateway. We talked about creativity yeah. before. It opens up this aspect, this, uh, I can't talk. That's too bad because this is literally your job is talking. <laughs> this is my job. It opens up the door for creativity. Okay. And then, you know, then I start getting like, okay, then we move on to the, the fluffing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think a great way to do that in our homes in the spring, you know, we're all just, we're all home. We don't really have access to the quick fixes, the little pick-me-ups like we used to. So I think we have to get creative on those. And it's a great time to Mm -hmm. grab some daffodils. If you have some flowers, some little mascara, uh, mascara, the grape hyacinth, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. naturalized in your yard or I don't know, sneak over to your neighbor's yard Mm -hmm. and get some, Mm -hmm. but even twigs, you know, the dogwood looks really pretty right now. There's birch twigs. There's so much you could do to bring a little bit of life indoors. I know you and I each love moss and this is a perfect time to to bring in moss and what else? Stu just brought in breakfast. I see that. He brought me granola and yogurt and two eggs on avocado toast. Who is this man? (laughs) I'm so hungry, Shay. You just brought that all that food so in. so amazing. Well Whatever. played, Stuart. Well mm-hmm. played. I'm writing that down. Um, okay, before we go to flowers, though, can mm. I share one of my go-to techniques for freshening up the house? Not just yes. for spring, but for any season or as often as you want because you are a grown woman and you can do what you want. Okay. Move your furniture. Shay with the furniture moving. Furniture. 
There are a few reasons for this. The okay. first is that I got in this habit from my mom. I've shared a little bit about this. She didn't work on Fridays. She was a dental hygienist. She worked Monday through Thursday. Fridays, she was home. We went to school and every Friday we would come home and the furniture would be moved and the house would smell like bleach and she would have put out, you know, fresh towels. She, she would always have bought something at the store, like new hand towels or new candles or just something. Every Friday, the house felt a little special and a little different. And I fell in love with that. I, and we would come in and just we could feel the the new energy of the space. And so I am forever chasing that in my own home. And so when you move furniture, you get to clean out underneath it, which is horrible. <laughs> horrible. It's like, oh, I heard that is. the other day and I took a picture <laughs> to send you and it was so bad. You know, a lot of times we show each other the, the nasties. It was just so bad. I'm like, I can't even send this picture. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do mm-hmm. it. I, Shocking. It was like a library. Yep. It was like a library and a dead fruit convention. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's socks, there's shoes, there's forks, dead things. I found a few forks. Dead things. I one time found a dead bird under my couch. What? I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Is that like a little cat love <laughs> Maybe. offering? I found like yeah. the mole head I found mm. on my bed. It's so Godfather Shay. It cracks me it's up. It's disgusting. But I love that I'm your cat American Blossom so Lemons, much. A mole head. I love her so much that I forgave her for it. And also because she's helping me with my mole problem. Okay. But we move furniture because it allows mm-hmm. us to clean underneath it, like truly clean. And my boys, especially, when they walk into a room that I have just sort of shifted around, and I'm not talking about overhauling, I'm talking about like maybe we swap these two chairs. Or maybe Mm -hmm. we shift the coffee table this way or we put our bed at an angle or just something. They'll walk in and it's like, oh, wow, this looks great. This is so special. Like that. I want them to feel that. I want them Mm -hmm. to be. They're here all day, every day, just like we are. This is where they are spending. And now he's bringing her coffee, a latte (laughs) or coffee. I'm dry heaving. I'm so hungry. (laughs) I'm sorry, ladies. He's very much taken. Very much taken. The most selfless person I know, truly. Way, way more selfless than me. God bless him. (laughs) This is my prayer. Make me like Stuart. (laughs) Grant me his wisdom. (laughs) Selflessness. Oh, sorry, Angela. This is not, this is not, it's okay. I'm not going to eat in front of you, but I am going to take a sip of this coffee. Apparently okay. he thought I needed more caffeine. We're just Apparently. going for this today. We are going for there's, it. There's, there's something to be said for moving okay. the furniture, putting yes. the angle move is refreshing. And if you're nervous or baby moving furniture physically is difficult for you and you don't want to be like scooching it all over the place till you find the right spot, I will get graph paper or even make graph paper or just even a piece of paper and the Sharpie you found under your couch and just practice out some ideas Mm -hmm. on your page if you don't want to be, you know, doing it over and over again. Because some rooms really logistically, I have some Mm -hmm. rooms where it's one there's very few options. You know, Mm -hmm. it's fun. You can be creative, but practically speaking, Mm -hmm. 
Is it appropriate? Probably not. Mm -hmm. So it's easy just to map it out on paper and then give it a whirl. And it's just like cutting your hair. It'll grow back. Right. Two weeks later, if you're like, yeah, mm -mm, that couch is not working there, just move it back. Mm -hmm. And then it feels fresh again. And then it feels fresh Mm -hmm. again. Et voila. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Our bedroom's like that. It's It's a very small bedroom. There's just enough room to walk on any side of it. And when we moved in, there was a small little closet, just a little pocket closet. And we had to break it out. And we had to just commit to like taking it down so that we could put our bed in the middle underneath the window. But what that means is we don't have a closet. All our clothes have to go in this big sort of vintage shiffer rope we have at the end of the bed. There is no other way that that room is ever going to be pieced together. And so when I mm-hmm. need it to feel fresh, a lot of times, you know, the reality is we don't have unlimited money to spend on new stuff all the time. Okay. So this kind of goes into another thing we wanted to talk about, which is shopping your house. I'll go into my chest of where I keep extra linens or blankets, or I'll go to another room and get a throw blanket, a different throw blanket. And I'll just put that over the top of the bed, maybe switch out some throw pillows for ones that were on the couch. You know, maybe even I'll sometimes I'll just swap curtains between rooms just so it keeps feeling lovely and fresh and Mm -hmm. tended to. And then inevitably when you do that, you find that, oh, those curtains were actually covered in cobwebs and maybe I'll give them a quick run in the dryer and put some oils on them and put them back up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there are ways that you can kind of, even if you can't move the furniture in a room, shopping your house for items just to move around can instantly make your house feel so much fresher. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is move lighting. Oh, I think the lighting interesting lighting makes a huge difference. So I will swap lamps in between rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, I started slowly converting all the lights in my house over to or the the bulbs, you know, not like shandy bulbs, but uh, over to the Edison light bulbs because you can get a six pack on Amazon for a really good price. They're super expensive at like Lowe's and Home Depot individually but you can get a package of them. And I love the way they look. I love the warm glow of the light bulb. I love how it looks when you look over the shade and you see the little, what are filaments mm-hmm. or whatever those are called. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best things you can do to your space is to, we've talked about this. I don't like dark rooms. I like well, not well lit, properly lit, let's say. Mm-hmm. But at nighttime, you don't want to turn, like if you've got you know, your overhead light in your living room, let's say, don't turn that on. You can create an entirely different ambiance in your house, especially, I'm sorry, this time of year is insanely beautiful. You can have your windows open at night. You can like Mm -hmm. have your door open. Everybody's feeling it. The days are getting longer. This is the perfect time if you're going to hang out in your living room to open all your windows, open, leave your door open, you know, feel the breeze but here are the crickets, here are the crickets, but just turn lamps on, have lamps. Even if you have an overhead light, having a lamp with a nice bulb, like you're talking about, Angela, it feels like a warm bath lighting like that. Lighting is so, so important. And if you're feeling like your house is really missing that warm, cozy, you know, just comfortable feel, it's probably partly due to lighting. I would totally agree with that. I, I 
think it's a big, it's a big vibe giver. It's like the aroma, you know, it's like the diffusers or the candles, the aesthetic of the candle, the candles. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big advocate for putting everything on dimmers so that you can, if you have overhead lighting mm-hmm. and you need a little bit more, you can turn it way down. But for sure that's yeah in our house, like our house is very huga at night. Yeah. It is cozy. Right. There's just low lighting. It's clearly time to start mentally winding down. I just go around. I just start turning off lights and turning on little lamps mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. A great analogy. I think my mom did that. I think that was something. I think I'm pretty sure I grew up that way. It was just my mom would sit in her chair in the evening with a lamp, mm-hmm. you know, and the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the evening right. vibe. Yeah. Imagine mm-hmm. like making love in fluorescent lighting. <laughs> no, thanks. Versus making love in candle with light. With an Edison bulb. No, come on, darker, darker. We've had children. <laughs> an Edison bulb on a dimmer. <laughs> I was thinking candlelight, but go with it what you will. Okay. But you, I mean, totally different vibes, totally different feelings. One sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> one sounds like a hot date. The other one I could probably come around to. <laughs> Oh, I love it because, you know, these are like, they're small things. I don't think anything we've even talked about costs any money. No, it's just it's not revolutionary. It's yeah, just, but it's intention. intention, you know? Yep. It really is intention. Mm-hmm. And ladies, I would encourage you. I say ladies, I honestly don't think we have any male listeners because probably because we talk about boobs sometimes. Um, I would encourage you to intentionally seek out to do this in your home. It makes your time spent there so much more enjoyable. I mean, it's part of our human nature. We like to be surrounded by calm and warmth and beauty. And as homemakers, it really is an opportunity to stretch our muscles and explore this further and further in our homes. And the things that are going to be new to you this spring and bringing this to your home, they're going to be old hat to you by next spring. And you're going to be able to stretch your muscles even more. And I would love it if you took a little time and you shared with us on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast what you are doing to freshen up your home for the spring, to make it feel beautiful and like a place you want to be. Imagine that. And I promise I will share those in our Homemaker Chic Instagram stories. So go give us a like over there. It'll just take a second. Make sure you're following and make sure you share and tag us at Homemaker Chic Podcast. That would be wonderful. Um, I love what you say, Shay, how to just go through and do a few things that just create like an instant victory. So for those of you that are coming in from Garden House, or it's just kind of overwhelming right now, because there's so many people in your homes right now, and or maybe you're by yourself and you're you're feeling sad because you are by yourself and we're all in this kind of making our way through this quarantine, pick a few things that are just going to give you that instant pick me up. Don't get overwhelmed. Go easy on yourself. It's, it's all, you know, it's going to have to be done again in a few days Mm -hmm. anyways. So find some ways to give yourself that springy, fresh feeling with some, how are you, how are you doing that right now? What's your instant victory? Um, it's just like little cuttings of flowers, okay. just kind of here, there, and everywhere. The back of the toilet, yeah. the countertop, my nightstand, and they're not elaborate. 
I mean, there's, I don't really have a lot to choose from right mm-hmm. now. I found like four daffodils in the forest the other day. <laughs> Get it, girl. You know? Yep. yep. I finally broke down and bought copper polish and spent some time oh. polishing all of my copper that hangs on my wall above my stove. That feels I good. I use those pans all the time. So they weren't dusty or mm-hmm. anything, but you know, it's just, it took me a little bit of time, but it's that instant pick me up when I walk into the kitchen. Now I'm like, oh, look, there was a victory. Even if everything else is yeah. a disaster, like eyes on the prize, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I, I kind of want to leave our listeners with a quote here because this okay. is sort of my mantra as I'm going through. Have nothing in your house that you do not find to be useful or believe to be beautiful. Now, my beauty is going to look different than yours, which is going to look different than mm-hmm. Angela's. What I find useful is going to look different. That's okay. Like this is your house and you get the opportunity to bless it for your family or even just for you, whoever's there enjoying it. So pack away your winter clothes, clear up some space mentally and physically and uh, enjoy your spring in your home. Enjoy it. Yes. All the spring feels. So make sure, oh, there's a frog in my throat. <laughs> there's a frog in my spring pond. Spring frogs. <laughs> Make sure that you're following us over on Instagram, like Shay said, because we are trying to hit a certain point with our followers on Instagram that we're going to get to bring you something extra special Mm -hmm. and show some love to our sponsor, American Blossom Linens. Be sure to use the code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 at AmericanBlossomLinens.com. And Shay and I want to give a heartfelt thank you to our patrons over at Patreon.com. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast, because Patreon is a way that you all are showing your love for the podcast by contributing $5 a month or $10 a month and $10 a month. And then we return. I can't even talk. (laughs) I can smell your food. My stomach is growling so bad. (laughs) In return, when you show your love that way, we show our love by giving you a digital copy of our cookbooks. And I'm talking about food again. It's just getting worse. (laughs) Along with a live Zoom call each month. I know Zoom's getting really popular and we do this live stream last time. So fun. It's been a riot. So we do that with you and we have some extra conversations there, some bonus episodes and more. And Shay and I just really... We really appreciate mm-hmm. you showing your love that way because this was our harebrained idea to add one more thing to our mm-hmm. plate. And it's really nice for us to be able to have a way to say thank you. And we appreciate how you guys are saying mm-hmm. thank you. The feedback of what it means to you to have us in your ears when you're doing your laundry or when you're polishing your copper mm-hmm. or cleaning up your garden house has been uh, so heartwarming. Yes. Us. So encouraging. Yes. Actually, We need each other. Yes, we do. Well, ladies, happy house cleaning. Happy spring. Enjoy your time. I'm feeling super inspired. too. I'm I'm ready to tear uh, it up. Yeah. Let's go listen to each other's anthems. Let's do. Let's do that. All right. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers.